Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Amara, and this is Black Girl Gone, a true crime podcast. On this episode of Black Girl Gone, I tell the story of Stephanie Ray Clemens, who was 54 years old when she disappeared from Miramar, Florida on May 20th, 2018. That day, she spoke to her sister on the phone, but it was the last time anyone would ever hear from Stephanie. That week, she didn't show up for work, and when her family found out, they reported her missing. Seven months later, detectives said that they were now investigating this case as a homicide. But four and a half years after she was last seen, Stephanie is still missing, and no one has been charged with her murder. What happened to Stephanie, and who was responsible for what happened to her? This is Stephanie's story. Four and a half years ago, Stephanie Ray Clemens disappeared, and the circumstances of her disappearance are still a mystery, but there has been significant evidence that points to a person of interest. However, in the years since she's been gone, no one has been charged with her disappearance, and since 2019, police have considered her case to be a homicide, but they've been unable to find enough evidence to prove exactly what happened to Stephanie. Stephanie was originally from Chicago, where she grew up. She was the oldest of three girls, and as the oldest, she grew up looking after her younger sisters. Her sister Sylvia described her as protective and someone who always made sure that she was doing the right thing. Sylvia was interviewed by a podcast called The Unfound, and she said that in high school, Stephanie was a pom-pom dancer, which is the kind of dancer who dances with pom-poms. But she also liked to draw. After high school, Stephanie attended a two-year college, but she eventually left college and got married to a man named Philippe Ray. Together, she and her husband had three children, and then the couple moved to Memphis, Tennessee. Stephanie and Philippe stayed married for a few years, but eventually the relationship fell apart and the couple decided to divorce. From what Sylvia described, it seemed like although the divorce was hard, the couple was able to remain cordial. She said that they kept in touch with each other and that because they had three children together, they were always going to be in each other's lives. But Not long after her divorce, Stephanie rekindled an old romance. Before she met Philippe while she was in Chicago, 
Stephanie dated a guy named Jack Freeman. Sylvia said that they had known Jack since they were children. He used to live on the same block as their grandmother, and their mom would drop them off there to visit. Then when they got a little older, Stephanie and Jack started dating. But eventually, they broke up and she met and married Philippe. But Sylvia said that Jack never really went away, and Stephanie had kept in contact with him over the years. After the divorce, Stephanie began dating Jack, and this time, the relationship became serious. The couple decided that they would move to Florida, where his dad was already living, and they ended up having a child together. A few years after they moved to Florida, Sylvia, who was married with children of her own at the time, also decided that she was going to move to Florida. And so she and her family settled 30 minutes from where Stephanie and Jack lived. In the beginning, it seemed like Stephanie's relationship with Jack was going well, but Sylvia said they had their ups and downs and they would fight about things like the kids and stuff like that. But Jack worked as a mechanic, according to reports, and Stephanie worked as the phlebotomy tech at Jacksonville Memorial Medical Center. However, eventually, her relationship with Jack hit a rocky patch, and the couple decided to separate. They had purchased a home together when they moved to Florida, and so they sold the home and they went their separate ways. Sylvia said that it seemed like her sister had moved on from Jack, but eventually they got back together and they moved into a different place. However, Sylvia said after they got back together, the relationship was on again, off again. And during one of their off periods, Jack began dating a woman that they both knew who used to babysit their kids. But after Stephanie and Jack got back together, he continued to see the other woman. Over the next 10 years, Stephanie and Jack's relationship remained rocky, and the relationship he had on the side was a huge factor. For obvious reasons, it bothered Stephanie, but she continued to stay with Jack. Sylvia said that after a while, she began noticing things about Jack that made her leery of him. She said that Jack would do things like turn the water off and the electricity when he would get mad at the kids. He was also in and out of jail. He had been arrested several times for things like breaking and entering and theft. Sylvia said that he could be a nice guy, but there was just something about him that she never trusted. In December 2016, Stephanie and Jack secretly got married. And no one in her family knew that they had gotten married. Sylvia said that she found out after when she was having a conversation with her sister about her relationship. She said they were talking about Jack and that she asked Stephanie why the two just didn't get married. And she said her sister told her that they were already married. It was a big surprise to Sylvia and she said that she believes now that her sister kept it from her and the rest of their family because she knew that they didn't want her to marry Jack. 
They knew all about the other woman and Jack's criminal record. But there were other things, too, like how vindictive he was with the kids. He wasn't the kind of person that she wanted her sister to marry. Now, from what I could gather, it seemed like Stephanie kept a lot of things about her relationship with Jack a secret. I mean, they were together for years, and although she would tell her mom and her sister things here and there, it seemed like she didn't go into a lot of details. By 2017, according to Sylvia, the couple was together, but they weren't living together. She said that she believed that Stephanie thought that once that she and Jack got back together or got married, that he would stop seeing the other woman, but he didn't. And it was becoming more and more of an issue for Stephanie. Her and the other woman had even gotten into arguments before when she confronted her. After years of back and forth and dealing with his infidelity, Stephanie had enough. At some point, she and the other woman put aside their differences, and when they spoke to each other on the phone, they realized that Jack was playing them both. He would tell Stephanie one thing and the other woman something else, and he was lying to both of them, which is usually the case in situations like this. There's a man in the middle, and he's telling two women two completely different things. But after speaking to the other woman, Stephanie figured out that Jack was lying about a whole lot of things. When her family learned that she had separated from Jack, they were happy, and they hoped that she was really done this time. But Jack kept coming around. Sylvia said that he had a key to Stephanie's apartment, and he wouldn't leave her alone. And so as much as they wanted her to stay away from him, it was hard to stay away. On May 20th, 2018, according to Sylvia, she spoke to Stephanie that day. It was a Sunday, and they had been together the previous two days. She said in her interview with the Unfound podcast that it was pouring down rain, and she remembered her sister calling her at around 8.30 that morning. She said Stephanie asked her what she was doing, and she told her that she was in the bed watching some TV. Sylvia said Stephanie made a comment about wanting to go to the mall but not having any money. She then told Sylvia that she had to get off the phone because she was going to go wash some clothes. It wasn't until later on that Sylvia learned that Stephanie did go and wash clothes that day. But she never spoke to her sister again. And neither did anyone else. Black Girl Gone is sponsored by BetterHelp. I can't be the only one that wishes that life came with a user manual. Unfortunately, life doesn't. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a new parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. 
I believe that therapy is a valuable tool that can help anyone, and BetterHelp makes it so much more easy. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash girlgone. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash girlgone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In May 2018, Stephanie Ray Clemens was living in Miramar, Florida. At the time, she was separated from her husband, who had been unfaithful to her for years. Her sister said that she was finally ready to move on. On the day she was last heard from, she spoke to her sister on the phone and then did some laundry. But no one ever spoke to Stephanie again. And when she didn't show up for work for three days, her family knew something was wrong. On May 20th, 2018, after hanging up the phone with her sister, Stephanie went and did laundry in her building. Neighbors said that they saw her that morning washing clothes. And then when she was finished, she was seen going back to her apartment. However, after that, no one has come forward to say that they saw Stephanie again. Now, according to Sylvia, it was pretty normal for her not to hear from her sister during the week. She said normally they would be together over the weekend and then they wouldn't speak to each other again until later on in the week. So for Sylvia, the fact that she didn't hear from her sister later on that day or the next day wasn't that unusual. But what was unusual was that Stephanie wasn't answering her children's phone calls. They had been calling her since Sunday, but she hadn't answered any of their calls and wasn't returning their calls. And that was completely out of character for her, to go two days without answering their calls. On May 24th, Sylvia received a call from one of Stephanie's coworkers, a woman named Dana. And she said that Dana asked her if Stephanie had been sick because she had not been to work all week. Sylvia, who had no idea at the time what was happening, told Dana that she didn't know anything about her sister being sick because she had not talked to her. But she told her that Stephanie had not been at work all week. It was becoming more obvious to Stephanie's family that something wasn't right. It was concerning when she didn't answer her children's phone calls, but 
Now, they were learning that she had not been to work all week either. Sylvia said that after she got off the phone with Dana, she left work and went over to her sister's house to see if she was there. She said that when she arrived at her sister's apartment, her car was parked outside. Now, normally, she said, Stephanie would leave her car and drive to work. But Sylvia knew that Stephanie wasn't at work. She knocked on the door, but she didn't get an answer. And so she left and went back home. And once she got there, she said that Stephanie's youngest son, the one she shared with Jack, was there. And so she asked him if he had spoken to his mom, but he hadn't spoken to her either. And so she told him about his mom's coworker calling her about her not showing up to work. According to Sylvia, by this time, it was later in the evening. And so she decided that they should all go back over to the apartment to see if Stephanie had come back. but. When they arrived, everything was the same as before when Sylvia was there. The car was still parked outside, and she was not answering the door. Unfortunately, the property manager lived at the complex, and so after explaining what was happening, they asked to be let into the apartment. The fear at that point was that she could have been inside unconscious. But when they gained entry to the apartment, it's clear that Stephanie is not inside. They left that night, but the next day, Sylvia returned to the apartment, and then she called the police to report her sister missing. She said that she knew that police would assume that she had left on her own, and so she immediately tried to shut down that idea. She knew that even if her sister was having problems, she would have talked to her about it, she wouldn't have just left. Now, once police began their investigation, they agreed with Sylvia. Stephanie did not appear to be the kind of person who would just leave, and the evidence they found in her apartment confirmed that. When police entered Stephanie's apartment to search for any clues, they found a pot on the stove, the TV was still on in her bedroom, and so was the fan. Her sister had also mentioned that when they went inside her apartment the first time, that the clothes that she had washed were laid out to dry. Inside her car, they found her purse with $300 in cash and her credit cards. She had also left behind her passport. But the keys to her car and her cell phone were missing. But there was no sign of a struggle, and besides the fact that it appeared as if Stephanie didn't plan to be gone long, nothing seemed to be out of place. They also didn't find any blood inside the apartment or any indication that something had happened to her there. After searching her apartment and the area surrounding it, police began to focus their attention on the people in Stephanie's life. And they learned about the triple relationship that she had with her estranged husband. And so they spoke to Jack, who at first was cooperative. When they first spoke to him, he claimed that he had not seen or spoken to his wife in a month. He said that he moved in with his other woman in April and hadn't spoken to her since. But it didn't take long to find out that Jack was lying to them. 
they started to notice huge inconsistencies in his story. He first said that it had been a month since he had spoken to Stephanie, but then he later changed it and said that he hadn't spoken to her since mid-March. When they administered a lie detector test, it showed that Jack was showing signs of deception when asked if he knew where Stephanie was. Almost immediately, Jack was becoming a person of interest. Once police pulled Stephanie's cell phone records, they had more proof that Jack was lying. They found texts between her and Jack on the 16th of May and the 20th, and the texts were disturbing. They also gave police insight into the kind of relationship that Stephanie had with Jack. On May 16th, Jack texted her and said, quote, don't effing play with me. And then there was another message where he said, quote, be careful what you say out your mouth. Police haven't released the full context of that conversation, but clearly Jack was threatening Stephanie. As part of their investigation, police had also learned that Jack had a history of domestic violence. In total, there were 22 calls of domestic violence against both Stephanie and other women he was seeing. Between 2006 and 2017, Jack had been arrested five separate times for domestic violence. However, he had never been convicted. The more police learned about Jack, the more they began to focus on his possible involvement. He had a history of domestic violence, and he had lied to them about being in contact with Stephanie. They also found the text messages where he was allegedly threatening her. However, that wasn't the only thing that Stephanie's phone records had revealed. According to the Sun Sentinel, on May 20th, a few minutes after she spoke to her sister, Stephanie texted Jack and said, quote, you really hurt my mouth last night. Now, Sylvia said that Jack, when he was asked about the messages, claimed that Stephanie had texted him that because she was having a toothache and he had suggested something to try to help the pain. Although police have not released all of the messages, they are described as contentious. After discovering the messages, police began looking at the cell phone movement of not only Stephanie, but of Jack, too. And they found out that on May 22nd, two days after she was last seen, both of their cell phones pinged at the same location early that morning. The location was the home where Jack said he was living with his girlfriend. Two days later, on May 24th, both phones pinged again. But this time, they pinged at Stephanie's apartment. However, none of that was enough evidence for them to charge Jack with anything. Police said that they initiated searches that included cadaver dogs, but they couldn't find anything. They also searched Jack's car, his mom's car, and his girlfriend's car, but they said they didn't find anything in those searches either. And so the case began to go cold. Stephanie's family was devastated. 
The evidence was stacking against Jack, but police couldn't arrest him. They didn't have the evidence they needed, and so they were all left with no other choice but to wait. In January 2019, seven months after Stephanie disappeared, the detectives that were working on the case announced that they were now investigating Stephanie's disappearance as a homicide. They did not say what made them come to that conclusion, but they did say that Jack Freeman was an official person of interest and that he had stopped cooperating with them. Now that police were investigating what happened to Stephanie as a homicide, it meant that more resources could be dedicated to the investigation. That same month, Jack Freeman spoke to the Sun-Sentinel, and he said, quote, I was already tried and convicted and profiled before she became a missing person or anything like that. There are a lot of things involved that I can't go into detail about. He also said that the reason that he had not been arrested was because, quote, I haven't done anything. That's why. My whereabouts have been verified when all this stuff supposedly occurred. But also, in that same article, one of the detectives on the case said that the evidence that they have doesn't mean that Jack was responsible and that he was keeping an open mind about what may have happened to Stephanie. There was a $3,000 reward for information, but it's not clear if police ever received any tips. In 2021, that reward was increased to $7,000. But it doesn't seem like police have given any updates about this case since 2019. When detectives spoke to local news outlets last year, they didn't reveal anything new and had not elevated anyone to being a suspect. Jack Freeman was still being considered just a person of interest, and no one else has ever been identified as having a connection to this case. It's now been four and a half years since Stephanie was last seen. She would be 59 years old, and the circumstances of her disappearance are still unknown. From what we've learned, it seems like Jack Freeman would be an obvious suspect, but police have been unable to connect him to what happened to Stephanie, and Jack has maintained that he is innocent. But something happened to Stephanie, and detectives now believe that she was murdered. People can be missing for years, and investigators won't come to that conclusion. So the fact that they did in this case seven months later means they must know something. They just don't want to tell the public. But they do believe that the missing piece of this case lie with the public. They believe that there may be someone out there that knows something. Right now, what her family wants most is answers. They want to know what happened to Stephanie and why. And they will not rest until they find out. Stephanie Ray Clemens was last seen at her apartment in Miramar, Florida, on the 7200 block of Venetian Street on May 20th, 
2018. She's five foot four, and at the time she disappeared, weighed 130 pounds. She has black hair and brown eyes. If you have any information about what happened to Stephanie, please contact the Miramar, Florida Police Department. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.